Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Hey wrestling fans, this is Gary Michael Capetta, and you're listening to the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast with the Enforcer and the Stallion. It's the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. With the Enforcer. I believe they're called Enforcers, Gordon. I sell women's shoes. And the Stallion. Stallion, baby! I am not what you would call a handsome man. I'll kick you in the nuts and you'll smile at me and like it. All night! Welcome back to another edition of the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. We are your hosts. He's a stallion. I'm the enforcer. And we're sitting here like uh, two schmucks, like we usually do, just figuring out what we want to talk about this week in the world of professional wrestling. Joe, there's been a lot of news and notes, and uh, I don't know if you know this, but we're on the fast lane digging around the roadblocks on the road to wrestlemania the show it's a two-night banger which means it's probably going to be about 10 hours right of wrestling over two nights and i think we know like four or five uh matches for the show so far but the show is coming together did you enjoy uh the fast block the other night um i didn't hate fast lane to be honest with you i thought there were a couple of good matches um a couple of decent matches and uh one or two that were not very good but i thought as a whole if you look at the main event matches drew mcintyre versus sheamus and a no holds barred match and roman reigns versus daniel bryan for the universal title with edge as the special enforcer um, those two matches delivered in my opinion um so i thought those if you just look at it in terms of that i thought that was pretty good um, so, I mean, overall it was probably an average show, but some good matches on there. So I can't really complain too much about it. The special what for the main event? He was the special enforcer on the outside of the ring for the Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan match. Special enforcer. I dropped that fucker. It was special enforcer in my ass. Um, no, I, listen, I thought it was an okay show. Um, the main event, Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan, he's just so good, man. He's the the bitw, if you will. He's like he's just the best. Uh, Roman, he's cool. It's fine. Um, but uh, the rest of the show, Sheamus and Drew, I really feel like you should have saved that. The, I wish I kind of wish that was a WrestleMania match. I, it was like they had like three matches in two weeks, and they they were such great matches. But 
they really went to the well with it a little too early. Um, I think you kind of could have spaced that out, but we do have our card now for WrestleMania taking shape. I mean, in <clears throat> your recent memory, has there been more questions about a WrestleMania card like ever? I don't feel that. Like, I feel like they, they didn't, the reports were up until like two weeks ago. They didn't even have a main event, right? It's, it's crazy. Uh, there were some talks about that. I, I, you know, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I have to think that. I mean, if you look at the way that it played out, uh, let's just take a look at the raw side for right now, right? They they clearly had a, an idea, I guess, about a month ago to put the title on Bobby Lashley and then have Drew be the guy that challenges him at WrestleMania for that for that championship, right? They pulled that whole move. Now, I don't know when they decided that, if it was last minute, but they, of course, did the whole Miz cash in the briefcase. Lashley beat him a week later, and now Lashley's facing Drew at WrestleMania. So I think they probably had that in mind maybe sometime in February, at least, to go with that as a plan. Um, when you look at the SmackDown side, they, I think they had Edge and Roman Reigns penciled in since the Rumble, basically due to um, Edge's Rumble win back in January. Um, they were leading towards that. I don't know that or at what point they decided to include Daniel Bryan in that match as the, as a triple threat as he's not even officially in the match yet. I think that's what people are all speculating that's going to happen. So I think those matches probably have been set stone. Um, you know, we can get into some of the details, but Randy Orton and the fiend I think has been building for several months where they were late. They're leading to a match between those two at WrestleMania. I don't know if they're going to put a stipulation on that, make it schematic. That's what they call it, right? Skinematic? Uh, uh, or no, not? that's the, the, the cheap porn on Cinemax, I yeah. think. Like so again, so there's, there's six matches that are there. So those, you know, those two title matches, I, mean, I think Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair, I think they figured that out again at the Rumble. They probably had that in mind. So I think when you look at those things, they had some matches in mind. And some other ones, I think, are, have probably been cobbled together. You know, the Raw Women's Championship is an interesting case. Right now, it's Asuka versus Rhea Ripley. I think that the original plan was supposed to be Lacey Evans defending the title against Charlotte. But Lacey Evans got pregnant, so that storyline ended. Charlotte Flair has been diagnosed with COVID and also has some stuff going on behind the scenes with Andrade, her boyfriend or fiance, being uh, requesting his release. So that match is now Oscar and Rhea Ripley. So I think that's probably been something that's changed. Um, and I think everything else they're kind of putting together, the Bad Bunny involvement. I know that's your favorite part of every show is uh, Bad Bunny versus The Miz is going to be taking place at WrestleMania. And the one thing I don't see on here that I believe... Damian Priest can't even get the fucking rub, Joe. I thought the whole thing, everybody was like, oh, this is great. Uh, Bad Bunny's giving Damian Priest the rub for WrestleMania. Like He's not even a fucking match. And The Miz can't carry... Uh, a tune, let alone carry a bad bunny. Miss is a good performer, but he's not of the capability of guys needed to carry a guy who's not a professional wrestler. Yeah, I, I thought they were going to do a tag match there for that, and maybe they still will. I don't know. Uh, but right now, it's Bad Bunny with Damian Priest in his corner versus The Miz with John Morrison in his corner. And there's a couple matches that aren't listed officially on Wikipedia, probably just because they haven't been made official by WWE President Jack Tunney. Uh, it is... Monster pop. AJ Styles and Amos, um, Omas, excuse me. AJ Styles and Omas versus the New Day for the Raw Tag Team Titles. Uh, Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon look to be having a match at WrestleMania. I know that Shane accepted Braun's challenge, and I'm 
relatively uh yes after yeah after he was I, think, on, I think it was post green slime yeah after he was on nickelodeon uh you can't do that on te- you can't was it you can't say that on television you can't do that on television yeah. so i think there's that and um it seems like we're going to get seth rollins and cesaro at, at wrestlemania i believe so there's a few more that are coming if you add those that's about nine matches that we can feel relatively confident in uh i think i assume Big E is going to be doing something i assume that the smackdown tag titles will be on the line in some capacity maybe they'll throw a random ladder match in there somewhere as they like to do so i think it's getting there um there have had to be some changes though and i think they probably didn't really settle on a direction until maybe january or february for a lot of these things you want me to start with what sucks or what i like i don't i don't i mean you seem like you're not happy right now so why don't you start with the things that suck and we can we can talk about that for a few minutes okay a couple things that suck the Royal Rumble is the biggest pay-per-view of the year, right? Like, well, aside from Mania, it's the biggest spectacle of the year, the most prestige behind it, because the winner of the Royal Rumble gets a title shot, male and female, right? I think it's fair to say that the Rumble is probably the second biggest show of the year, and then SummerSlam after that. Sure. And the reason why the Rumble is so important is because the winner gets a title shot at WrestleMania. Sick. Rhea Ripley in the Royal Rumble, loses the Royal Rumble, shows up out of nowhere on a Monday night, Looks at Asuka, challenges Asuka, points to the fucking WrestleMania logo. We have a Royal Rumble. We have a, um, a WrestleMania match. Dude, this fucking sucks. I'm just, like, you can't. There's, I hate this. You're telling me you have 100,000 writers, 100 of them, and nobody could put together a story that makes a, like, a little bit of sense. Yes, Rhea Ripley signing is a big deal. Sure. It, did she sign? I'm sorry, sign. Did she join Monday Night Raw because Charlotte's gone with quote unquote COVID? Maybe, but you can't at least put together somewhat of a story between now and WrestleMania. You've got what been three, that would have been three, three Raws, right? If my math is correct, would have been Raw on the 22nd, 29th, and Raw on the 5th. That's nine hours of programming. Nine. You could have put together some sort of story in nine hours to make. Rhea Ripley, the number one contender. You neuter the Royal, you, yeah, you neuter the Royal Rumble because you don't have to, you don't have to win the Rumble to get a title shot. You just show up and you point to a fucking sign. It is terrible. She, Rhea Ripley, if you don't, now, the WWE is like really good at video packages and telling backstories and shit like that. So if you don't watch NXT, NXT gets, keep me honest here, Joe, 600,000 views for argument's sake, 600, 650. 1.8 or so million watch raw so that's 1.2 million that do not know who rhea ripley is but she fucking walks out challenges oscar for a match terrible that's terrible i understand it it's, it's not even the last minute you have three weeks make a story that people care about okay here's my counter argument for that <clears throat> um two things i guess i'll say one is they have been airing vignettes of Rhea Ripley saying that she's coming to raw for the last three or four weeks. So at least they've made an attempt to say, to tell people who she is, maybe so show some highlights from NXT. Again, it may not translate fully. So I agree with that because as you know, all the NXT fans don't watch raw as you, as you noted based off the viewership. So I think they at least introduced her um, to a certain extent. It wasn't like she just showed up out of thin air. Um, The second thing I'll say is, for that match in particular, I kind of have to give them a little bit of a pass because 
their original plan was Lacey Evans and Charlotte. And that had been building for several months. That was their plan. And because of circumstances, you know, more or less beyond their control in terms of the booking committee or writers, um, they had, they had to change it. So I think they were going to do Lacey and Charlotte. Then I think they were going to do Oscar and Charlotte. And now they're going to do Oscar and Rhea Ripley because Lacey and Charlotte seems apparently are going to be off WrestleMania. Now, as far as the rumble is concerned, I think that the problem is that, and it's been this ever since they, they have two, every time they have two set of two sets of championships, it's always difficult because, you know, back in the day when there was one WWE title, you win the rumble, you get a shot at the title. That's it. Now, and even with the last brand split, when they have two world championships, now you have two women's championships, you can have the rumble winner challenge for one of them. And then for the other one, they got to come up with something else. So, you know, whatever that is, have a fatal four way, do a gauntlet match, do a battle Royal, whatever. They have to come up with some sort of way to get the other challenger um, in place. So, you know, in this case for Rhea Ripley, I don't think that they really, you know, they just introduced her and they figured this is probably the best match we can deliver based off of the roster that we have for raw. Um, you know, they had a storyline built in for Charlotte and Lacey that had to go out the window. So this is what they came up with and maybe they'll develop something in the next two or three more Raws. I don't know um, that they had before WrestleMania, but you know, I guess they just wanted to announce a match because they had tickets going on sale either earlier this week or last week that they probably wanted people to see, you know, Hey, these are the matches you're going to get to see if you go on night one. And these are the matches you're going to see if you go on night two. Yeah, I'm fine with the match. I think the match is going to be good. I think it's a fresh match. Um, I'm yawning actually thinking about the segment. So let me just refresh your memory real quick. Um, last couple of matches for Rhea Ripley. Lost the Royal Rumble. Last woman standing, Raquel Gonzalez beat Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley beat Dakota Kai. Uh, Tony Storm defeated Rhea Ripley. Uh, team Candice LeRae defeated Team Rhea Ripley. And Io Shirai defeated Rhea Ripley. So she's one and six and one seven in the last seven matches. I get it. Wins and losses don't count. I understand that we're not watching college football or some shit like that. But at the end of the day, you're devaluing the title. Like the same way you just gave Dakota Kai and um, Raquel Gonzalez the tag team titles in NXT, you're devaluing the belt. Nobody's going to give a shit. And that's my problem. I have no problem with the match. I have a problem with the lack of her earning a match. That's all. It's my old school. Bill Watts would be pissed. I think that they view it um, as when you change brands. So whether it's NXT to raw or SmackDown, or if you just go back and forth between raw and SmackDown, they almost view it as you're leaving a territory. So I think that's what happens with, with, in this case with Ripley, she did some jobs on her way out of NXT and put over folks like Raquel Gonzalez. And then comes to the main roster after some time off and gets a little bit more of a fresh start. And they see her as maybe a name and, you know, she has wrestled in a couple of months and people know, well, she's on NXT. She's a you know star from down there. I think that's how they view it because they job people out when you, before they move from show to show. And then when they come up on a new show, it's like a fresh start for them. So people like yeah, us, I, who I watch that, all the but... shows, you know, we, we see that, like, and we see that she's lost a few and it's kind of like, I mean, she's coming in cold, but in their minds, it's, you know, it's different. I, I think it's a little weird because they expect their fans to know who Rhea Ripley is from NXT because clearly they're bringing her up and making her a big deal, but they're not expecting their fans to remember that she lost a shit ton on her way out just getting a title shot. I just want titles to win more. I just want titles to mean more, I should say. Uh, What else sucks? Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon 
you said to me like a week ago, you're like, dude, did you see that Shane McMahon segment? And I was like, no, why would I watch that Shane McMahon segment? And you sent it to me. Joe, did it not seem like he was intoxicated or possibly on something during that segment? Yeah, it was a very odd promo uh, that he cut a couple of weeks ago when he was essentially at the end of it called Braun Stupid. Um, I think Shane's just not a good actor if I was, or, you know, in terms of delivering his lines, I'm not sure what that promo was supposed to be, but it sucked. And Whatever it's supposed to be, it wasn't. They could have done a very different um, or basic approach to have them having a match, which is like, you know, maybe Shane gives Braun an opportunity at the title against Lashley. And then Shane costs him the title shot, you know, or something like that. And then they end up having a match at WrestleMania. Instead, story. they're going with There's the... Yeah, I said they're going with the Shane is calling Braun dumb and keeps trying to avoid a match with him by feigning injuries or whatever it may be. And uh, they're going to wrestle WrestleMania. So I'm sure the match is going to be one of those Shane McMahon takes a bunch of crazy bump matches. Um, so we'll see. But yeah, that, that storyline is not good. There's two storylines on Raw that I don't like. That's one of them. So I don't have any. The match itself, I'm sure, will be whatever, but I don't have any interest based off the storyline that they currently have going the second one johnny drip drip no uh the second one is the the fiend and and randy orton which i feel like is a little bit too a little bit too over the top for me with some of these things i know people are comparing it to the papa shango storyline which um i think people have a soft spot for from when we were kids so i get that but uh i i find that there's a little too much alexa bliss for my liking in this and uh you know, they kept the fiend out for a long time. I think maybe it would have meant more. I would have been interested to see what the crowd reaction was like if there were fans when the feed finally returned after several months of being burned to a crisp. Yeah, you could have had like Alexa say he's coming and challenge, you know, challenge Randy to the match. And Randy's like, I murdered him. He's dead. And then him surprise pop up and have the match. Right. That would have made more sense. Or, yeah, I, think- I mean, the fucking puppets could have came down to the ring and they could have done a little. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if they're going to do one of those Firefly Funhouse matches or if they're going to do something different. But match. he is burned to a crisp, so I'm not sure if there's any like reconstructive surgery that he can have before WrestleMania. I yeah, think I he's know. the Toxic Avenger now. That's what he looks like. Tonight. Okay, well, that's fine. So yeah, yeah pretty- so that's that. I'm not really a fan of. I think uh, you know Orton's been trying to carry it on his own for a few months, and that's. That's not easy. That's not fun. I think there was one segment on Raw where he was cutting a promo on himself. Uh, he was watching himself <laughs> cut a promo. I did see that. Yeah. I uh, I can't. I'm I'm not. It's just. It's too long for me. It's just too, too yeah, long. Bad. Too much. Alexa. Um, way too much. Way too much. Dina. But um, yeah, I I completely agree with you. I hope BK is not listening because he said you're not allowed to talk bad about Alexa Bliss. So. I said on that one. Uh, the other thing that's a little weird to me is um, Bobby Lashley is like, uh, you know, reaming out everybody in his group now. Um, he's like, the, what's the WWE's fascination with that? Like Ali led Retribution, talked down to all his guys. Seth Rollins led whatever they were, like talked down to all his people. Like that's their thing. Like they they have to be like an evil dictator, and then people hate them and turn the guys underneath him babyface. So. I would say if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But if it was never working, 
don't use it. Is that that, that fair to say? Um, I have no interest in um, in like why why break up or even tease breakup for um, what's the group that I that hard not, business. I was gonna say the beatdown. What what was the beatdown? Wasn't it that the beatdown clan? BDC, yeah, um, yeah. I love the hurt business. They've they're great. Um, why why even tease a breakup? Just have them be a strong force. Have them be the undisputed era on Monday Night Raw. Um, that being said, Lashley versus Drew. I mean, did we just get that a couple of months ago? And WWE wants everybody to forget about it. Yes, I did forget about it. But that's gonna be your. Do um, you think that's gonna main event night one? I think it should. I mean, they've been, you know, I mean, like you said, the buildup has been a little bit shorter because Lashley just won the title of three or four weeks ago. Um, and they did wrestle each other. I think it was actually Drew's first pay-per-view title defense after he won the belt at WrestleMania last year. Uh, but, you know, that's happened in, in years past. I remember, you know, one of my favorite main events, not in terms of quality, but was, uh, you know, Shawn Michaels and Steve Austin at WrestleMania 14. People forget they wrestled the King of the Ring 97, um, maybe seven or eight months before that. So, I mean, these things happen, but I think, um, I hope it, it main events night one. I think Drew deserves to have a moment like that, where especially given all the work he's put in over the last year. Um, you know, he went through a situation where he couldn't be on TV for a couple of weeks due to COVID. He's basically carried Raw for a full year, Yep. And he's, you know, if he's going to win the title at WrestleMania, it should be in the main event in front of a live crowd on uh, on night one. So I hope that he gets the opportunity to do that. 30,000 people, right? Is that what I'm hearing? 25,000 people, I think, each night or in both nights combined. I'm not sure. I think it's supposed to, I think it's, yeah, I think it's like 25,000 each night. And um, that I think is in part why all of a sudden, like on Monday, they were like, hey, we're going to announce five matches for WrestleMania so you can see what's on what night. And they're trying to seem like they're just splitting up, like they split up the world titles, they split up the women's titles, um, they put uh, Miz and Bad Bunny on one show. And um, what I feel like you keep bringing that up to troll me, like you keep bringing up Miz and Bad Bunny. It's it's on the card. I mean, I can't. There's no trolling a, it's not, here. It's just this is what's on the card. Like I can't. We named six matches that are official according to Wikipedia. There's another three that I threw out there at you that I think are likely. Um, that'll be about nine nine matches that we can at least come up with. And then, uh, you know, we'll see what the rest of it looks like. You know, again, I don't know what they're going to do with the U S title and riddle, um, what they're going to do with big E and the intercontinental title, the SmackDown tag titles. Uh, so I think those things will probably be in the mix. The women's tag title. I mean, let's come on. Yeah. The women's tag titles will probably be up for grabs as well. I assume. So, um, you know, there's, I'm sure they'll put things on the, on the card, especially like you said, if they're going to do four and a half to five hours each night. You're going to need to probably almost have nine matches each show. So it's going to be, uh, it's going to be close. It's going to so. be brutal. I mean, with the amount of titles they have, they could just have both nights have only title matches and still probably be able to fill the amount of uh, wrestling on the card. What do you think? How's, how's, how's our buddy Duke doing? He's making He's an appearance. Good, He's, uh, he's chewing up on a knee bone and, uh, and apparently his mom's slippers and, uh, yeah, you know, uh, slippers are replaceable. I mean, that's what, wait, oh, you froze. Oh, let's see. Okay. It's all good. Um, I guess that's really, <clears throat> at least WrestleMania is starting to take shape coincidentally, as soon as tickets go on sale. Hmm. Is that, is that like what lights the fire under the bookers? So like, oh, we gotta, you know, tickets are going on sale. We gotta put together a thing. So, oh, Hunter's here. Dude, it's like a full-on, it's a dog party. It's great. Um, so now with the news this week, 
Andrade uh, <laughs> Andrade has gotten his release from the WWE. Yes. Rumors are swirling. Um, Charlotte, rumors say Charlotte said she was going to walk and even got Ric Flair involved. Um, I don't know what's true and what's not true, but immediately after that, she was conveniently replaced or taken out of the WrestleMania poster. And people are like, oh, it's because she said she tested positive for COVID. I don't think they would, if you test positive for COVID, they're going to go through the trouble of removing the po- of you from the poster. I think there's a lot more than meets the eye here. But the most interesting thing is he does not have a no-compete clause, Joe. He's like the only guy that's been released to the WWE that got his release that doesn't have a no-compete clause. So where does Andrade Cien Almas, La Sombra, where does he go? Um, I think if, if I was guessing or predicting right now, I would say he would go to CMLL or some company in Mexico. I think that's where he worked before. And, you know, there is a connection with him and Naito for, uh, you know, LIJ and, um, you know, the different factions that they have now in in Mexico, um, Japan, and I guess in Ring of Honor. So I think that if I was guessing, it would be some combination of those two. You know, I, I, of course he could go to AEW, but to me, you know, I don't know if he's a guy that you, you bring in and makes a big splash, especially if you just brought in guys like Big Show and Christian uh, to the show um, on, in AEW. So I don't know. I, I think if I was him, that's what I would do. And maybe like a little bit more of a name for himself in those countries where he's known in Mexico, he has a connection to Japan. And then maybe eventually one day he can get back to, you know, American television and AEW if, that, if they have interest in him. I don't know. But um, yeah, that would be my thought. What do you think? Yeah, I'm with you. Like as much, I, I wouldn't hate if he went to AEW, but I, AEW, I don't think needs him right now. And uh oh, what's he doing? What's the big guy doing? He's okay. He's just he's fishing for things to, to chew on. So we're just you're okay. not paying attention to him. Is what's happening. Um, I think could he go to AEW? Sure. Would he be a great addition? Of course, he's he's going to be a great addition anywhere he goes. But I feel like AEW is pretty stacked with talent right now, and they don't need it. But if he debuts tonight, am I going to mark out on my tel- watching a Dynamite? Of course I am. Um, so it's possible. I know they're going to be adding that extra hour of TV um, each week on TNT. So if you want to add more stars, fine. And what I do like about AEW is that we don't see the same stars every week. So it could be nice to get him in the, the um, in that influx. But I am with you. I think the CMLL to New Japan crossover is really where the money is. Dude, sign me up for a Naito and uh, La Sombra feud, right? Like that would be, then you could have the, the factions because Naito's kind of, he doesn't have a lot to do right now. You, you bring Andrade in and you have him face off with Naito. Uh, immediately that's main event worthy stuff. He's in the prime of his career. He can be a main eventer. He can be a guy you build the company around. And also the Trinidad is out there as well. Um, you bring them back together. The sky's the limit, but good for Andrade to get that release that he, he deserved because him like Keith Lee, like Alistair Black, they're sitting and catering every fucking night. They're watching these shows. They're not being used. Let them... Let, <laughs> Just let it happen. Dude, that is so good. Just let it happen. Duke! Big Duke! <laughs> um, let let these guys let these guys work somewhere they want to work somewhere they don't want to just sit and watch they're in the prime of their career right now 
you're not doing anything for them by not letting them wrestle somewhere else. If you're not going to use them, let them go somewhere where they're appreciated. I, I agree. I mean, yeah, some, some of these guys, is, I mean, I'm glad that he seemingly will have the ability to uh, work somewhere else and not have to worry about a non-compete clause. I think that that's good. I hate, you know, when these guys have to sit home for, you know, eight or nine months or whatever it is. Look at Brody so, Lee. You know, three months, I guess, 90 days, right? Is usually yeah. what it is. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's that's good for him. And I'm sure he'll get an opportunity somewhere because um, he's a he's a very good wrestler. And, I, you know, I've seen or read about stuff that he's done in Mexico previous. And he's done, he did great in NXT. I just think, you know, they gave him a, a shot on Raw and Vince got tired of him. And um, he wound up, you know, not really having much of a spot. So Vince he got, got tired of him because they gave him shit to work with. He, 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 what they gave him was terrible. I mean, the, the faction was cool, but it just, I feel bad for a guy like that. Cause you, you bust your ass in NXT. You, it, you know, just think if you brought over those NXT guys, maybe that dedicated NXT fan base that does not watch Monday night raw. Cause there's a ton of them. I'm one of them. Maybe we would. And I think that's the signal to wrap it up fellas. Cause when Duke lets us know when it's time, it's time. Time. uh so we'll be uh watching we have new japan dominion coming up next week i believe right that's no genesis i'm sorry i think it's genesis yeah there's a ring of honor pay-per-view this weekend uh there's a ring of honor anniversary pay-per-view yes yep uh which i was brit nice briscoe brothers shirt i will not be watching it live of course because i'm gonna be away so i'm gonna stay away from the internet and all the spoilers and watching it live on saturday um, we had NWA return last week, so it's a good week for uh, professional wrestling. And uh, Joe, maybe you want to get on the Twitter machine, you know, and you could tweet if you're going to be watching the Ring of Honor show, which we are because, you know, we have the Honor Club. So if you're going to be watching the Ring of Honor show, let us know what you're excited about. We're excited about it, too. And we're, uh, like I said, on that road to WrestleMania. Mania week is in two weeks, which is a great week for not only WWE, but all of wrestling, independent wrestling, Fight TV, Game Changer Wrestling, The Collective. <laughs> Such great time. Really appreciate that. That's it for another edition of the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. We are your hosts. He's <laughs> got all four of them. He's the stallion. I'm the enforcer. And we're tapping out.